0: Hello, hello. This is Melody coming at you with episode number three. Jesus is not a Christian. Surprise! Who would have thought, right? So who is Jesus? Who does he say he is? Uh, This is a question I've asked myself and I've had um, many conversations with people about Jesus. And it's interesting to me who people think Jesus is. Like Some people think he's as real as Santa Claus. Um, some people think, yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, you know, religions all have a place that they have put him, you know, um, Islam thinks that he was a great prophet, but not the son of God. Um, it's just interesting. I was reading before this podcast about all the different religions and who they say he is, but the real question is who does Jesus say he is? So let's talk about that because, To me, the whole reason I even started podcasting was to tell the world about Jesus. My first podcast that was deleted by the Associated Press was called Soul Warrior Uncensored. And the reason I called it that is because I'm a warrior for people's souls because that's what lives forever, not this flesh, this earth suit, um, and not our mind, our souls. So that being said, I was thinking about the Trinity, right? The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit something that's always confused me something that I'm sure confuses other people and it's been different in my mind as as I've gone on but I thought everything God does in heaven we see on earth for example there's windows in heaven that's probably why we have windows in our house like just simple things you know what I mean Um, God constantly calls the earth a face and I truly believe that's what the earth looks like and that's a whole different podcast and maybe i'll do that one next week about biblical earth flat earth that whole debate um and globe nasa earth those those are very interesting topics to have and very triggering topics i've learned over the years Um, maybe even as much as jesus you know because what happens is people have a belief a quote-unquote religion um a belief system so strong in something it might be way they look at the earth to how they believe in jesus and until we can just lay down what we've been taught what we believe and just hear people out you know what i mean and say does this resonate with my soul do i want to research this further is this something i believe is it something i don't believe um it's something we should all give ourselves the courtesy to do in this life because we should seek and find answers but i truly believe the only Answers that are true are found in the Bible and um, through Jesus. And Jesus, that being said, I'm going to tell you what he said about himself. This is right out of the Bible, and this is the book of John. And he says, Thomas, one of the disciples, was like, We don't know where you are going, and um, so how do we know the way? Because they are having this whole conversation, right? You have to read the whole book. And Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father through me. And I remember telling that to one of my non-believing friends once, and it really triggered that person. They were like, how can you say I'll go to hell if I don't believe in this Jesus? Now, that being said, I do believe Jesus comes to us. The Bible says the first will be last and the last will be first. the last will be anyways I I hope I said that right but what it it means is you could believe in Jesus and God and be like so holy and a priest whatever your whole entire life and be like this perfect human being and then you could be someone who doesn't believe in Jesus your entire life and you will still be accepted the same as the other person if you choose to believe Jesus is who he said he is and Going back to the copycat thing, like how everything in heaven is the same on earth. I, I was thinking, you know, if we think about ourselves, we are mind, we are a body, and we are a soul. So maybe think of God as the mastermind of everything. He created everything. He made everything. He's the mastermind. But a lot of people need to needed to see and know God was real. So he came in the flesh, Jesus. And showed that he loved us human beings so very much that he would put this flesh on a cross and and die for us, for our sins. I mean, this is crazy that someone would do that. No Buddha. No anybody did that. And I find it interesting. Oh, and then Holy Spirit is the soul, right? He lives on. He's Jesus' God soul that lives on. And we can have that inside of us and that holy God power inside of us. And a lot of new age thinking, because I used to teach hot yoga, is you can be God, but you can't. You are created in God's image. You are loved by God. You are amazing to God, but you are not God. And you can never be God. And you can never be good enough to be God. And that's what's so cool about Jesus is he came to, to pretty much free you of all the BS. And... I grew up in this little town called Boise, Idaho. It's not so little anymore. And in Boise, there's a lot of Mormons. And they are one of the kindest, nicest people. So I'm not bashing Mormon people or the relig- whatever. You know, to eat your own, you got to figure this stuff out on your own. But I do know that there are so much rituals in that religion. And same with Catholics. I saw it with Catholics moving to New Mexico. And rituals don't make you good enough to get to heaven. And it's so sad that people live their lives thinking constantly that they're not good enough for God and that they have to wear undergarments or they have to, uh, you know, be on their knees or do hell Marys. And it's just <clears throat> not what God said. And, and let's talk about the hell Mary real quick. I literally cannot do those. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot sit at a funeral that do, does them. I cannot, I feel like it is evil. You do not worship Mother Mary. You don't. And that's what a lot of these religions have done is they've taken the worship away from the true God and put it to Jesus's mother, to the the people, you know, Joseph Smith. I'll never forget the first time I was asked if I believed in Joseph Smith. I didn't even know who he was. I was like eight years old. And one of my little Mormon friends was like, do you believe in Joseph Smith? I'm like, who's that? I had to go ask my mom. My mom never, ever bashed other religions. She always let me go to other churches and explore. I went to a Jewish church. I went to a Catholic church. I went to a Mormon church. And I went to a Christian church. And I don't like any churches. I think churches are weird and I don't like the energy. I don't think there's any power of God there. I think it's mankind trying to impress other mankind. I'm just not into it. I never have been. And that being said, I do think the church is waking up. That means the body of Christ. That means the people that understand that that true godly power lies inside of you and you don't have to try to be good enough. That being said, don't mistake that with, oh, I can go steal a bike, but repent. no, that's, people need to just read the Bible and understand who God is and, and just learn him and his voice and how he speaks and how much he loves us. And, you know, understand that he's not this genocidal maniac that wants to kill everybody in the old Testament, that you got to understand the giants in order to do that. Go to podcast one where I just barely touch about that. I'll do a whole podcast about giants. I promise in the future I could do podcasts forever. I just love doing them. I love sharing things and just, I don't know, it helps you make cool friends online. It's just amazing. And it saved me through 2020. I'll tell you that. So back to Jesus, I'm going to go back just and tell you a little bit about my story and my testimony because I grew up with a mother who was born and raised Catholic. She went to Catholic schools with mean, horrible nuns. And then as she grew up, she got into, and I don't think she would care if I said this, she got into kind of a weird little cult um, that was like, you know, took the Bible and used the verses to control people basically. And you couldn't think for yourself at all. I don't even think she could read books, to be honest, um, in that little weird time she was in, I believe it was about three years. And then she found Jesus and a relationship with him and she continues still to grow in that relationship. And it's really been cool through my life to watch her grow in this relationship. But that being said, as a little girl, she was very adamant that we went to church. And I, for some reason, have always hated church. And so when I got old enough, I totally rebelled. I was like, I am not going to church anymore. As Soon as I could, I quit going to church. And I then turned about 18 Well, I was 17 when I moved out and I remember thinking, man, my mom tried to brainwash me with this Jesus guy and I just need to figure out who Jesus is. In the meantime, I knew God was real and I was like, okay, God's real. So I'm just going to start writing a diary to God. So in my 18 to about 25, I would just write God letters in my diary and ask him questions and pray for people and... I there's one thing I always knew people who are even atheists when the poop hits the fan people ask for God's help oh God can you pray for me you know to the people that you know believe and it's just it's interesting so um throughout my years I started to get to know you know in my soul that there really is a God but what is that? mean, you know, because that's such a generic term, that word God. And so I was like, hmm, well, who is this God? Well then I moved to New Mexico when I was twenty one years old and um a lot of soul searching in life during those times. And then around 30 I became unhappily married with a baby. And when your life's fallen apart that you thought you were, you know, you're 18 and you have these ideas of getting married and having a baby. And I think for most of us, it's like, wah wah, like, oops, because we don't, we're not told how to do that. You know, Disney world programming is you find your hap, your Prince charming and you live happily ever after, but they don't teach you how to live happily ever after. So most of us are trying to figure that out. A lot of us don't marry the right people because we're not trained on how to have a little bit of self respect especially at, you know, the younger ages, I could go on about that too. But anyway, so that, that was where I was at. And I decided that I needed some Jesus in my life. So I st- found this church and it, it was great because it was the first time anybody broke the Bible down line by line, verse by verse. And that's what it was about reading the Bible every day. And you'd pick up where you left off the next week. And I was learning history and I was learning so much that I didn't even know was in that book. And it was the first time I ever wanted to crack the book open and read it. I'm talking about the Bible. If you're wondering what book I'm talking about. So I'll never forget the day I was about 32 at this time. And I'm sitting in the church. I got, I went from online to going outside because it was a big, huge mega church that I have since kind of questioned and still do question a little bit. But regardless, I was baptized at that church and I, gave my life back to Jesus at that church. So the church served its purpose for me and, and many other people in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I, and probably across the globe since it's a podcast you can listen to too, you know? Anyways. So, um, I'm finally in the church and I'm, I'm sitting there and he, the preacher guy, his name is skip. He says, uh, anybody want to give your life to Jesus? You can come up and, you know, they call it an altar call in these big churches. And I was like, I'm not going up there, but I will do it here in my seat because I already believe in Jesus. But I, I did. I regave my life back to God that day. And the reason I know something happened is because things started to change. And what I mean is for me, it started with music. I could no longer listen to NWA and be like, rapping out, knowing all the lyrics to like, Oh my gosh, this song is vulgar and disgusting. I I hate it. Um, and that slowly happened in a lot of areas in my life. And honestly, there's still a lot areas in my life I need to clean up. Um, me and God are working out, you know, my pot smoking right now because I honestly don't think it's bad. I think alcohol is worse. I think they're both bad if they're both abused. Like, so there's so many things that I feel like I got to personally work out with God. And I don't want any, I hear a lot of Christians like you have to be this perfect person. And it's like, we're never going to be that, but we can sure try and we can do our best and we can just work it out with God. Instead of like the one thing for me personally is I, I I stop calling myself stupid and dumb and I'm this and I'm that. And I'm a child of God who God's going to work things out through, through me and with me, you know what I mean? And someday my journey through whatever I've done will be a testimony and maybe my testimony will change someone else's life, but I don't strive for perfection and I don't try to be perfect because I'm not, and I never will be, but I do know I'm the child of God and I'm loved beyond measure. And it's a beautiful feeling. It really, truly is um anyways so i i am at this point where everything's starting to change in my life and i gave my life back to jesus and at the same time i I think it's kind of funny god took me down the road of yoga which is so weird because after 2020 i will never step foot in another hot yoga cold yoga any type of yoga studio but it was interesting as the same time he's growing my relationship in Jesus, he's taking me down the new age journey of observation. I always was a Christian. I never said, I am i don't believe in Christ. And my podcast today is Jesus is not a Christian. Let's talk about that. I pulled up the Bible verse today to tell you guys when the word Christian was first uh, brought up in biblically speaking. And so... A lot of people just think Jesus, his last name was Christ and he, he identified as a Christian and he didn't. He definitely identified as a he though. That's 100%. And that's another funny, like crazy thing to me about where we're at now is the demonic attack on God's creations. If he created you perfect and he created male and female – that's that, folks. Like the, the debate's over. You take it, and that's a funny thing too. It's like we should stop fighting with each other and take it up with God. Whenever somebody tries to say Jesus isn't who he said he was, I'm all debate it with Jesus. I'm not here to argue. Jesus said he was the only way to heaven. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one will get to heaven except through through that through him. So if if you don't like that, then you definitely should talk to God about it. You know, just like I talked to God about my problems or issues or whatever you want to call them. You know, I choose not to call them a problem. I just call them my journey at this point in life. <clears throat> so anyways, let's talk about that verse. I'm trying to find out on my computer. If you hear tapping, it is me pulling up this Bible verse that I already pulled up before this podcast. So we are in the book of Acts and this is chapter 11. So Acts is like the acts that happened after Jesus died. The Bible's kind of cool. In uh, the way it's laid out. So I've said this before. I'll say it again. There's 66 books left for us. There's originally 80 something. They were, some of them were taken out. I highly recommend reading all of them, not just what they call the canon, all of them. But the Old Testament is they say the first five books were written by Moses. Um, a lot of Jewish people still follow that and they call it the law. Um, then there's the prophets. There are um, the kings that... Judah wanted, Jude, the Israelites wanted a king. So there's the book of Kings. Um, you get to the New Testament and they have, and those are not in that particular order. And then you get to the New Testament and you have the Testament about Jesus. So they call it the gospel, which means the good news. And that's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Basically the same stories told from different perspectives. Then you have after Jesus was crucified, the acts that happened after um, And then more books written by now the disciples, which are the the teachers. So they were or disciples and then apostles. So they were disciples learning and then became apostles, teachers. Um, Anyways, it's really cool to get to know the Hebrew and just really tear the Bible apart. I think it's amazing and not in a way of actually ripping it in a way of studying it. Let's be clear on that. Um, So in the book of Acts, it says that... Um, I'm just going to read this part. Barnabas went to Tardis and he looked for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him back to Antioch, which is a town. Uh, So for a full year, they met together with the church, which is a bunch of people, not just some big fancy building and taught a large number of people. The disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. So when Jesus was alive, he was Jesus, the son of Joseph, and he was not called Jesus Christ the reason they call him christ is because he was prophesied about year i mean from the beginning as soon as adam fell god i mean god knew what was going to happen and jesus is the word made manifest made flesh okay so who is jesus <clears throat> jesus is awesome jesus is the savior of this world jesus loves you jesus did what he did for you and it sucks that so many people have used Jesus's name to hurt people, to create religions, to, you know, beat their children. It's just, it's just horrible what people have done with Jesus. Even his birthday. Let's talk about this because we are right now is September. I want to say 9th today. It's 8 or 9th. That's one of those days. And in a couple days is 9 I lived through 9/11. I remember the day those towers fell down. I don't believe the way they tell us, but they did fall down and I saw it on TV, which is quinky dinky, yeah. Anyways, another podcast. But what I find so interesting is 9/11 is said to be Jesus's birthday, his real birthday. And they have been able to prove that through the way the stars were described and computer systems and if you want to get deeper into that you should check out dr michael heiser i believe it's h-e-i-z-e-r it could be wrong in that spelling and or s-e-r not real sure you guys but i will try to find a link of his um testimony about how he came to that conclusion it's really science it's And it's better science than we've had the last two years, I'll tell you that. Um, But really, it is amazing to learn that Jesus's birthday was this day that they have made a terrorist attack on our country. And I do believe this year, and we'll see in a few days, if Jesus's birthday will be redeemed. And I do believe that's going to happen soon. Maybe not this year, but it'd be great. It'd be great. And when I say redeemed, I mean the Sarah Jasara new redeemed if you do not know what nasara jasara is that's okay you should look it up because it's debt forgiveness it's amazing there's a little program and plan about it maybe i'll do a podcast about that too Uh, like i said i'll never run out of topics to talk about because waking up is something i think you can do every single day not just in a physical sense but in a mental sense as well there's so much to wake up to you just got to open up your mind to the fact that you don't know everything especially if you went to college, especially, there's so much for you to unlearn. That's the whole process is unlearning what you've been brainwashed to learn and relearn what your five senses tell you. I I realized when everybody was being told to put on a mask that people, a lot of people lost some common sense. It's like, really, really? You don't see the slavery mindset behind this <laughs> I said that from the get-go and I will never stop saying it that was the most crazy BS to tell people not to breathe their own fresh oxygen and to still this day two years later see people doing it still in their car by themselves or outside walking their dog is insane to me but the saddest thing is that in 2019 if you saw a little two-year-old wearing a face mask walking around in the fresh air you would have said that pet that parent is abusing that child and now they can get away with it. I think it's, I think it's horrible. I think it's horrible to, to brainwash your child that they're that disgusting, that they can't even breathe. Ugh. <sighs> Went off a little bit there. <laughs> Welcome to Waking Up podcast where Melody goes off half of the podcast. But honestly, let's get back to Jesus and how cool he is. I've already 20 minutes into just blabbing about how cool Jesus is. It, I did tell you how I, I how he came into my life again. My life has changed ever since then. It's continuing to change. I will never claim to be perfect, but I will always, always scream from a podcast, from the rooftops, from whoever will listen, that Jesus is real. He died for you. He loves you. I, You know, the cross means something. It's not just to a symbol of I'm better than you. It is a symbol of this cross means a sacrifice that somebody in heaven loves me enough to die for me. And that person, that, that entity, that's that being Jesus is going to come back again and be seen again. But this time, the second time he comes back, because the first time he came, he came to like teach people about God's love. The second time he's coming back as a judge. So I'd get ready people, you know, get ready for the truth because right now if you don't see that we've been in a war against good and evil then I guess you should just start with looking into uh Hollywood satanic symbolism it's, it's uh, somewhere you could start because I see a lot of people Christians included that are still very asleep to the satanic agenda that has been ruling our government our schools our TV, media, fine arts, you know, it's deep, it's deep. So I guess we should start with just knowing that Jesus is real and then we could, you know, get get deeper into all of that other stuff. But for today's podcast, it's all about Jesus and who he is and who he says he is and who he doesn't say he is. Um, And back to my testimony a little bit. I lived many, many, many years in fear, and so I understand fear. And you know, I joke a lot about the mass and the things like that, but truly, that's fear. Twenty twenty two, twenty twenty one, and twenty twenty are fear based years. They took, tw- they took, they're like, all right, let's go into the next century and slam on the fear, because that's the way you can control the masses, and it truly is. If you are set free from fear. You are set free from the controls of Satan and you're set free from the controls of the mass lies of the media and you are set free. Jesus will truly set your mind free. There's this Bible verse that says, do not worry. And it's Jesus telling the disciples not to worry about your life, not to worry about what you put on, not to worry about all the things that the Kings chase after because God knows what we need and he's going to give it to us. And that being said, let's talk about the timeline we're on real quick as I close this up. So there's two timelines I see Christians on right now. And the first timeline I used to be on, and I call it the rapture rug timeline, because you have your rapture rug out. You're waiting for the rapture of Jesus. You're waiting. You're looking up in the sky every day, waiting to see Jesus come. Jesus is today the day you're going to come and sweep us up off this evil planet and just get us away from these evil people. And just take us home to heaven where we can be in our mansions and hang out with you and see our old pets and our family that we love and just not live in this hell we call earth. I used to live like that. Horrible way to live as a Christian. Sucky way to live. But a lot of Christians live like that. You know, get your life right. Jesus can come tomorrow and you're going to go to hell. All right. So that's one way you can live. I don't live like that anymore. And I thank the Lord. I don't live like that anymore. Now I live on... The timeline that God has shown me through his prophets. And if you don't know, prophets are still alive and well, they are. And there's some amazing ones out there. Amazing. Um, Ken Clements, Julie Green. I realized my first podcast, I said I'd put links to all this and I didn't. So I will try to do that today. Um, When I say try, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh crap! I gotta go pick up my kid and post this podcast, and then you know, I'm proud of myself that I got the podcast done, and I don't get the links out. So I will try to be more professional um, with my production. But I am one person just trying to share some good news, and that's all I'm here for. So, anyways, the next type of Christian there is is the one I am now, which is the the prophecy uh, timeline Christian, where I see. Oh, God said he's coming for a pure and spotless bride and the church can't even agree on if the earth is spinning or flat, or I don't even call it flat because it's not like a face, biblical earth, you know, read the Bible. It's on a firm foundation with, um, you know, pillars and God moves it. And that's the only way it moves is if God decides to shake it and quake it. You know what I mean? So Biblical earth is so different, but Christians can't even get along about that. So if we can't even get along about that, we can't get along about who Jesus said he is. We can't get along about so many things. We can't even get along about our power. Like Jesus said in the Bible that he has done many, many, many miracles, but we're going to do many, many more. That means we're going to raise the dead with our words, and our, our the power we have through Christ, not because we're God, because Christ is inside of us. And in order for other people to believe that Jesus is real, he, that his works need to be done through God. It needs to be done. When I pray and I say through, in Jesus, I pray it. It's because Jesus made me believe that God is real. And that God is a limitless power source that I can tap into because I know Jesus and I was told through Jesus that I can do these things. I can heal the blind. I believe so much that I can heal the blind that I have a a father-in-law who please pray for him. If you believe in Jesus like I do, pray that he can see again because every day he goes more and more blind. And his spirit goes more and more dim, and it sucks to watch, and I hate watching it. So please pray for my father-in-law. Pray that he sees again, not just spiritually, but physically. Yeah, we need that. And not just him. There's many people blind spiritually, blind physically that don't see the power of Christ. And I see so many Christians sick and so many Christians just miserable. And God needs to make us the lighthouse before he comes again. And, you know, we need to heal this earth from this demonic attack. And then it will be taken over again, full on, everybody. But this time people will be wise. Because right now people are w- wising up, right? So we can start to teach our kids what we just lived through. And and our kids can be powerful. And we're going to have a generations after generations of this like crazy coolness, power, uh, healing, the gospel being spread, God is real. And then... The Antichrist is going to come, confuse all kinds of people. People will take the mark of the beast. People will think that Jesus is here and there, you know, everywhere. And then he'll truly come. So the only reason I'm saying all that is because I read the Bible. And now I understand. And I and I listen now to people who teach this stuff and teach the power of Christ and teach, you know, reality of god so i will link you know the people i listen to that have changed my life and hopefully you can follow those links and follow a path that will lead you to christ and with that let's close this up (sighs) heavenly father thank you so much most importantly for my voice that i'm able to speak and put this out in the airways and i thank you for my sight not just my my physical sight but my insight that you've given me the wisdom you have given me when Solomon prayed he prayed for wisdom not riches lord because riches come after wisdom comes first so i pray for wisdom over the body of christ and i pray for wealth lord because we need wealth to to travel to do things the body of christ is not poor when jesus came to heaven the only re- or to earth the only reason the bible says he was poor is because he just came from heaven The the riches of heaven are incredible, but he was not poor on earth. He came to a carpenter father. He came and he was not a poor, you know, person, uh, even on earth. And he was poor because he left heaven. And so please let the body of Christ understand that we don't have to be these poor, sad, sick people. You want us healthy. You want us wealthy. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Just let us never have the love of money, Lord. Let people understand the true gospel. Let the body of Christ quit attacking each other if they don't agree with what somebody's saying. Let us go to you and say, you know what, Lord, I don't agree with that. Why don't I don't agree with it? Teach me the right way. Let us do that with all things, Lord. And let us start to come together and start to teach each other again and start to question and and understand again. And l- most importantly, let us love again. Let us love each other again, regardless of what we believe, what color our skin is, if we are a Democrat or a Republican, which I hope someday, next podcast, I was going to do this one, Lord, about that very subject. So please guide this podcast and show me what to talk about and show me what your people need to hear and teach us all and grow us all grow me, grow the audience that listens to this in you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Woo-hoo. I can't do that too loud because the baby's sleeping. But I love you all. I can't wait to blab to you again next Friday and, you know, just hopefully grow together. If you have any suggestions for my podcast, you can find me mostly on Instagram and social media. I have a podcast or I have several Instagram accounts, but the one you can talk to me the most on that's public is going to be called Waking Up the Podcast. Find me there. Hope to see you soon.